All right. You ready to dive right in? Do it. Oh, Got to finish my ice cream first. <laughs> Leave that in the video. Oh, it, I I can't edit these. This is this is how I get it done. I'm so lazy now. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the Launchpad Podcast. You know what's up? Follow us on social media: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Launchpad Pod, and our website launchpadpod.com. Watch us on YouTube's. Check us out on. Oh, did I say Twitter? I meant X. Yeah, like, are we supposed to be calling it something different now? Like, yeah. Hey, did you tweet at that? I mean, did you X at them? Did you triple X at them? Like, what are we supposed to say? It's so dumb. So dumb, guys. I refuse to use the the coffee sizes when I go to Starbucks. I say small, medium, and large. And sometimes I have a friend who's like, they don't call it a small, they call it a grande. I'm like, I call it a small. And <laughs> yeah. no one at Starbucks has ever been like, what? What is this large you speak? of sometimes they're like a venti i'm like i don't know a large a medium whatever whatever thing i'm well, asking for because because it's too Use. confusing even for them because somebody shows up and they're like give me the give me the big one and they're like it's a venti and they're like i would have called that a large yeah like you don't know i don't i don't know what why can't we is. just have standard sizes for like standard words for things but anyway what i the refuse fuck it's a kilometer i'm yeah. american god <laughs> well, damn I mean, it <laughs> when i go into my sense, coffee but... place i don't want to hear any of that italian french Shit, I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> there is a movie. I think it's so. This is forty, but Paul Rudd is like, I refuse to call it that. What the fuck is venti? Give me a large. And the woman is like, it's called a venti because it's twenty ounces. It's literally the size. And he's like, oh. And I felt stupid when I heard that. But then again, okay. But grande isn't a size. If they were all numbers, then okay, I support your system. But you can't have different languages and different sizes for shit. For this, you can't have one thing be a number and another thing be a size can you imagine if you walked into like target and tried on shirts and you're like all right i have a small a medium and a 44 get the fuck out of here <laughs> what if grande is like a grand like a hundred of something that can't be because venti comes after it and a hundred doesn't come before 20 i don't i don't i'm not even gonna pretend to know like cups and measurements but like <laughs> what's what's a tiny little measurement amount of liquid <laughs> a drip drop give me a hundred dri- it's a hundred drips oh see we figured it out out. See, give me a hundred drip drops. <laughs> give me a hundred drip drops and a gloopy doop. Can I have a hundred drip drop caramel macchiato, please? <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, open our own or- coffee shop and each. E- the the sizes will be individual <laughs> towards whoever's ordering it. So when they walk up, we just <laughs> what size would you like? Do you want a drip drop, a grande, or a fourteen? What? <laughs> I want a liter of cola. Just order a large soda far, but I want a liter of cola. <laughs> oh my god! What are we talking about? Mom's murder. So so I I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to call Twitter X. It's fucking Twitter. Change it. Call it whatever dumb thing you want. I want a venti of. Twitter. <laughs> there's there's still a concert venue in Indianapolis that has changed names a hundred times, but for me, it will forever be Deer Creek. They're like, it hasn't been Deer Creek in almost 35 years, dude. It's Doesn't called matter. like Klipsch fucking pharmaceutical stadium now. And I'm like, I don't know. You say Creek. Deer's Creek, everyone knows what you're talking about. They're not like, what? Uh, if they're over 35. Okay, yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So another 10 years, we'll say Twitter and everyone's going to be like, what is Twitter? You mean X? dog they'll have to google it but at that point google will be called why 
<laughs> but it'll be spelled W-H-Y. Anyway, we started off somewhere else. I don't know. Ordering coffee. Apparently, I don't even know what we're supposed to be talking about. Today. Mom's murdering their kids. We're going to talk about Evil Dead Rise, buddy. But that's what the show's about. We were p- pitching social media. We got sidetracked. Let's get on with the goddamn show. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All right, welcome to the Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm a large. <laughs> I'm Matt. <laughs> and I'm super excited. It's 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 October 2nd when we're mm. recording this. So it'll come out like, I don't know, Thanksgiving probably. We still because we still have fucking Comic-Con shit. We've got good Comic-Con stuff still in the can. Still ready to go. Can man. Oh, yeah, that Quesada's coming. JG Jones just dropped. You guys love that. I'm 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 guessing because that's dropping uh, time travel math tomorrow uh, yesterday. That's dropping on Wednesday. This is coming out probably next. Um, it's crazy. We got fun stuff planned for October, though. We got the wives mm-hmm. coming back to do a fun <laughs> wives episode. We're gonna watch a, a scary movie, and our um wives are gonna tell us how terrible it is. Or like it. Kate's been really into some good stuff lately. We watched I'm hoping that one yeah. wife loves it and the other wife hates it, and you and I just can step back and watch them kind of argue and debate it ourselves, and then we'll just correct them when they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we watched Blood and Black Lace last night, a Mario Bava film, and it was mm. Mm, fantastic. It was, venti. it was venti good. Um, it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. I mean, colors that I've only seen in Suspiria. Like, it was mm. one of the best uh, giallos I've seen in a long time, and the colors were just so intense. It was so good. It was really, really cool. Um, You know, more of a mystery than a horror movie, but, like, it is one of the first films on record to have a dude wearing a mask killing killing, uh, okay. killing model. So, like, you know, early slashers, the guys don't have mad. This guy was like, I'm in a mask, I got the hat, I got the leather gloves on, stab, 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 burn, 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 kill, kill, kill. It was good. Nice. Super good, but that's not what we came to talk about. We are still off topic. Let's get on topic, Rumi. Well, Ooh, I just watched a horror Rise. movie that I'm a little late to the party too, acknowledgeably late to the party too. But classic Rumi's. I watched. Yeah, I finally watched Evil Dead Rise. I sat down, turned it on. Um, when Rumi tells me a movie is good, I know there's a 75% chance it's good and a 25% chance I'm about to get to an argument. <laughs> Um, but I feel like <laughs> Evil Dead is a movie that you know, specifically you, Rumi, of all my friends, know and love and respect and appreciate to a certain point where if it wasn't good, you would know that it wasn't good. I don't think that we'd be like divided like we are on some films. I think if you say it's good, it's I at least acknowledge why it's good. Well, Ash is one of my favorite characters of all time mm-hmm. from movies that, spoiler alert, I 
actually don't think are good. Hmm. Evil go, Dead, go ahead, explain more, elaborate. <laughs> Evil Dead One is fine. You know, it's a it's a low budget horror movie, and it is brutal and balls to the wall and all over the place and kind of weirdly edited. But it's it does what it set out to do, and it kind of set a template for people being like, this horror movie is unsafe. It's crazy, partially because of its low budget, wild MacGyver esque way it was put together. You didn't know where it was coming from. You didn't know what it was going to do. Evil Dead Two is a remake of Evil Dead One, and honestly, it's just okay from a movie standpoint. Wildly entertaining as a B-movie, great. Heck yeah, B-movie, fantastic. But it introduced what I call splat stick, which is Sam Raimi's signature, like, <laughs> if the Three Stooges did it, mm. I'm there. That is not my... Evil Dead 2 is fine. It's a B-movie, but as far as what it presents, it's a little too <laughs> splat stick for my taste. And you're saying the first one has none or less than that? Um, Almost none. Okay. But... So you think the first one is more straight and the second one is more of a comedy? More of a comedy. Okay. But I respect what it's trying to do even if like when I'm watching it, I'm kind of rolling my eyes at it, but it introduced the ash that I love, which is mm. here's a guy who sucks at being a hero who's thrust into this, hey, you're the hero of a movie. And he's like, really? I'm the hero of the movie? I'm terrible at this. And everybody's like, yeah, you are. And he gets a chainsaw for an arm, which is awesome. And he never utilizes it properly. Like we never get a great like chainsaw battle out of it because it's really hard to do a chainsaw scene, but that's fine. It is one of those things that putting the chainsaw on the arm, bump the balloon up so so high for me. Mm. I'm on board for the next whatever you do. Ash versus Evil Dead, the series, is my favorite of the Bruce Campbell vehicle. I think that TV show was fantastic, hysterical, gory as hell, and did with what the pro finally found its footing for what the property's been trying to do since Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2 was like, I don't know how to edit comedy, but I have some funny ideas. And then Ash Army of Darkness is 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 a fun movie, but a completely different genre. And again, yeah. leaning a little heavy on the splat stick and I don't still don't think they knew how to edit comedy, but it's 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 interesting. I love that you swung that bat that hard and went that wild. And that is one of my favorite VHSs to pop in. It is Army of a, Darkness. Army of Darkness. Just so yeah. weird. It's so weird. And you got a chainsaw for an arm. But the TV show Ash versus Armies, uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead was the one that I was like, this found its stride, found what it was doing, knew what to do with a chainsaw, knew how to do the comedy finally. And it all clicked for me. Finally. All so that's clicked. like your favorite if you could only have one thing from the franchise of Evil Dead, Ash, Army of Darkness type stuff, that's the one that you're keeping? If of the Bruce Campbell legacy, yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what if I, mean. I had to pick from the franchise, it'd be Evil Dead Rise, man. Evil Dead Rise is my favorite movie of the franchise. Well, wait, we skipped two. We skipped two as far as yeah. I'm concerned. You've yeah. given, you've told us about the first Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, uh, Army of Darkness, which is essentially the third movie in the franchise. Then you jump to the TV show. What about the musical? which you and I have seen both separately and together. I've seen on two coasts with like three different casts. Where do you think the Evil Dead musical? I know it's a different genre. And for those of you who don't know, there is literally a, I think it was off-Broadway musical of Evil Dead that is over the top, more so even than the movies, giant headless football players running around, spraying blood on the crowd. Rumi and I got to go a couple of years ago and retreated to a, a behind the scenes. We yeah. had to go play with the props and shit. Big um, shout out to uh, AJ Dana, our buddy over there. He played Ash on that. He's been doing big stuff. Big shout it out It was to so cool to do. And it was fun to be like, 
to be there. I'd seen it in New York City. Rumi saw it there. I saw it there. We saw it together there. It's fucking fun. Where yeah. does that lie as far as a Evil Dead slash Ash experience for you? Oh, that's top notch because that's audience involved. Mm-hmm. Again, it it knows what Evil Dead was trying to do and actually sure. actually lands the tumble. Whereas Evil, like I said, Evil Dead has all the DNA. But I think what pisses me off the most about Evil Dead and why I'm like, eh, it's not that good is because it has all the components. Mm-hmm. It knows what it needed. It got them all together. It just didn't know how to land how to land it. So it's kind mm-hmm. of messy. There's some slow beats. Some of the gags that they're like, this is hysterical. And you're like, is it? Because it's going on way <laughs> too long. I was going to say, scene, is it funny for this long? <laughs> yeah. There's there's a scene where he's like, ha, 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 ha. And all the things start laughing with him. That mm-hmm. goes on for an obscene amount of time. It's way too long. It's, it's <laughs> oh, that's a funny idea. He's laughing and the clock laughs and the deer laughs. And then they're all laughing. Okay. But it goes on way too long. Like, <laughs> And again, people are, I know there's people who are diehard Evil Dead 2 fans. And again, Ash is right behind me. I love, I love the whole thing that they created i just think you you had it and you didn't know what to do with it it was so good Mm -hmm. so it's like what is this and it's riding that line of comedy it's riding that line of horror tons of gore and a chainsaw what are you gonna do with it and it's really hard and the musical the whole time is like we're this goofy fun musical there's we have no right to be doing this or having this much fun doing it and we're just gonna spray you with blood great that is a fun time and that's what i want from an evil dead experience when i see evil dead 2 when i go to like a graveyard screening or you go to a midnight show and everybody's cheering that that makes it work that makes that's it a work. balloon bump in and of itself right because then time. you're part of a crowd yep. that's all vibing on the same thing mm-hmm. but it's super funny because it's one of those things that like everybody's like you love evil dead i'm like i do i mean the care again but I, there's like I, an asterisk after that right i have i have a collection of chainsaws because of the home light xl2 that's the chainsaw from the evil dead i have a collection of chainsaws from it that i'm building into ash chainsaws i've been him for halloween multiple times. I went to the graveyard screening in, in LA, dressed as Ash and I stormed the stage and took the mic and introduced the movie one night. Um, Like, I, like I love everything that, that it represents, but it's hard to get a movie to be what I want it to be. And that's frustrating as a fan, right? I get that. I get that. Um, I have a lot of questions. Uh, <laughs> let's keep going, though, with, with, yeah. with, with Evil Dead as a fandom and as a franchise. There was a remake in the, what, early aughts? Betty Alvarez, yeah. What, what, where were you on that? Look, that one was balls to the wall and it didn't let up. But at the end of the day, what do I remember from that is the stupid fucking ask when it was like, hey guys, you don't know how defibrillator work, do you? No? Because neither do we. We've got a battery and we got two nails and some wires and we're going to jam it in this chick and she's going to wake up. You buy that? And I'm like, no, I don't buy that. I don't buy that. I've seen enough defibrillator scenes in movies to know that's not how they work and to know that this is not how it works. You, you, look, and they're like... But- we asked if you're you not bu- watching YouTube, you got to go watch YouTube. His Ruby's all riled up now. I see steam is coming out of his collar. They're like, we asked you to buy these demons. I'm on board for that. I've seen these movies. I know how it goes. I, I, you can. <laughs> I've bought off way more than this movie had to offer. I've, I've like, there's so many B movies I've watched and been like, okay, fine, I'll buy it. Whatever, I'm having a great time. But the movie wasn't fun enough for car battery defibrillator to be something that I can buy off on. If you're gonna be this hardcore remake. Mm. And then you want me to buy off on something that's cheesy and stupid? It's not working. 
what I leave that movie with is something that almost derailed the movie for me and then a pretty cool scene with an electric carving knife where she like cuts her tongue up and then the end when it's raining blood and they're just like killing a demon in the face with a chainsaw that was cool but I was so pissed off about the defibrillator that he worked out of a car battery and then that she woke up and all her scars were gone she's like I'm perfect again like wait what what no what in Evil Dead one of the rules is if you're possessed by a demon you're dying like that's part of the like that's part of the lore is like when you get possessed it counts as a death Um, and Ash has been the only one who can fight it off and then like he I don't know she comes back fine and then face fucks a demon with a chainsaw which is cool but like that was not good and like normally that would be the biggest high five for me like yeah sure brain brain blood chainsaw to the face but like I was so mad about this the balloon was already so far down oh dude he might as well taken those charged nails and popped the balloon with them that's what he did because I was like everything from that point that also wouldn't work From that point on, I was like, no. Not scientifically sound. I watched that movie shortly after it came out. I remember zero. I don't remember anything that you just described, except the, <laughs> like, literally, except the blood rain. And I remember watching my watch for the last act because it, and I might, I, I very well might be remembering it wrong. I might have been in a shitty headspace, whatever, tired, but I was just waiting for the credits to roll and they would not come. <laughs> I feel like it was in my mind, the way that I remember it. And I couldn't tell you why, because I don't remember anything thing about the scene except that it just kept going and again i might be wrong but the way i remember it is a boring movie that would not end that didn't feel like the originals is it if that's how i'm thinking is it worth the rewatch i mean i think it's worth the rewatch just to confirm usually mm. and here's the thing people love that movie people are I was like, just gonna say, i talked to someone this week yeah a girl at school like a, a she's younger i think she's 20 something but she's a horror person and she talks about good shit so i don't think she's stupid but she was like like, oh, I love that one. She said she liked that one more than Evil Dead Rise. And I was like, Mm. Uh, really? Well, this one definitely, it, like that one was definitely like, we're not having any fun. We're angry and we're, we're <laughs> drug addicts in it. It was, it was more akin to like the new Hellraiser, which mm-hmm. is like, look, you pulled it off. Right. And, and I was on board until you just couldn't, like, you just couldn't, A, keep, keep the attention. And something is wrong if a chainsaw demon face fuck doesn't get me so pumped to walk out of that theater being like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like, yeah. What did you do wrong? And I don't know if I could pinpoint it, but it wasn't right. And look, I was totally fine with Ash as a chick now. Don't care about, I do not care about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you can make them whatever, whoever, it doesn't matter. Just make more movies, which they finally fucking did. Let's while. get into that. So now we have, what was this, 2022? 2023. That came out Okay, this so it's year. right around, look, right here. So 2023, Evil Dead Rise. Yes. You said it was good. I popped it in, so to speak, but that's not a thing anymore. So I just started it on Pulled it out of HBO its Max. case. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and it opens in the woods as you'd expect it to. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple people already at a cabin. So already I was like, oh, I like this. I And actually, the, the credit sequence is that oh, flying through you're yeah. the demon POV flying through the woods, crashing through titles. And I was like, OK, you know who your audience is. You know that we've already seen this. You know that you we you, and I was like, this is great because you're not showing us them drive there. You're not showing us them park the car and get into the cabin. We already know.
know that shit. Now we're just here at this cabin. And uh, the whoosh goes to this girl on a dock and she reacts to it. We see it, you know, where the where the whoosh is POV. She reacts and it was a drone. And in, in the context of the film, it's a drone. And one of the guys in the cabin was scaring her with the drone and says something about, oh, that would have chopped your face up. And they argue for a second. And he's like, yeah, my stupid girlfriend's asleep in the cabin. I don't know what's her problem. So I'm fucking with this drone. So the girl goes in. She talks to her friend. Her friend is a deadite. And we we see this coming. Rips her scalp off. Rips the other girl's scalp right off. Awesome. Then goes out. Then the scalp girl uh, uh, staggers out. So the drone guy taking a leak on the dock falls in front of him. He turns around, sees his girlfriend, Deadite, come out and uh, she grabs the drone, chops her face up and then awesome. falls into the water with Ooh. it. Awesome. How does she kill him? Um, he he goes in and and she rips his head off and tosses it onto the dock. Oh, yeah. Like so he big, jumps in to save her. Big meaty and then the head stump. Pops, yeah. yeah. And big meaty stump. And then she floats out of the water in broad daylight. And then Evil Dead Rise appears behind her across the entire street screen and i was like that's how you open a movie i was that's- like yep i buckled my seatbelt right then and i was click, like great click, click here's here's the thing though i had a moment where i was like oh no is this am i already not am i already not liking this movie because when she goes in to talk to her friend it starts taking a minute and she's like mm. are you deeply are you sleepy oh your boyfriend's kind of an asshole blah 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 and i was like oh no Please don't be one of those movies where it's like relationships, relationships, wah, wah, wah. Like, don't be an A24. Dude, I got married, so I didn't have to hear this bullshit. Yeah, like, look, and again, I knock on A24, but I love A24. Like, like, uh, talk talk to me was great. But like, when I watch Evil Dead, I don't need the A24. Like, there's, there's, I call it the spaghetti thing. Everybody's trying to make their restaurant into a Michelin star. Sometimes I just want to be. Sure, yeah, 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 fair. You know? Like I don't. Wait, why do you call it the spaghetti thing if it's a pizza analogy? Because I don't think you know about Italian food. (laughs) Because all Italian food is really for the sauce. Everything about it. It doesn't matter if it's spaghetti. It doesn't matter if it's rigatoni. It doesn't matter if it's uh, you know like angel hair pasta. It doesn't matter if it's spirale. The pasta doesn't fucking matter. It's the sauce that matters. And everybody's just trying to get that sauce in their mouth with a different vehicle. When you watch horror, everybody just wants fucking murder in their face. That's why we're watching horror. We want to see some fucked up happen so that we don't feel as bad for our fucked up shit. So the vehicle doesn't matter. The pasta, the people, the characters, they don't fucking matter. Well, somebody decided, hey, we're going to reinvent horror. We're going to make the characters matter. And this is where you get Midsummer, and this is where you get Hereditary and this is where mm-hmm. you get, oh, you know, The Witch and all this stuff. Hey, that's great. I love me a Michelin, Michelin star restaurant, man. I like five star restaurant. I like good food. <laughs> and those are good movies. But sometimes I just want to go to Mama Caroli's Nikki C's and get their fucking like fucking nasty pizza platter pie or whatever the fuck it is. Lasagna. Um. <laughs> You know, there's different ways to ingest the sauce. But at the end of the day, you're just trying to get that shit in your mouth. I love this and I love everything about it. I completely relate to that. I understand what you're saying. I have absolutely no argument. I thought that's a great um, analogy. I love everything about it. I am so hoping that we get inundated with people ripping you apart for not only <laughs> your take on the, the Evil Dead franchise, but also your entire slandering of Italian cuisine. Like, I, I just I hope that it's just double barrels of you don't know Evil Evil Dead, and you also don't know Italian. <laughs> it's yeah, that fucking a double scene. barrel boomstick. It's that he's seen from Evil Dead where he's shooting at the hand and the blood spraying in his face for way too yeah. long, just marinara sauce. <laughs> spraying in my face and I'm just like I totally get what you're saying though and you're not you're not wrong at we put all. ourselves out there guys that's why that's why we're we, these brass balls man we gotta lay them on the table you guys can take a hammer to them sometime remember that movie that we saw where a guy put a nail in his dick 
no, but that's underselling it. Remember, fans <laughs> sent us a movie to review and it included a scene of a guy hammering a nail through his dick onto yeah. a bookcase or something. Not for not 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 uh, effects either. For real, that was real. That was a real we movie. Were not, we were not prepared. Good movie. Good job. Compare that to pizza somehow. <laughs> <laughs> On our show, we can. My favorite topic. Ooh, my favorite topic. Anyway, Ugh. Evil Dead Rise came out and I, I was worried that they were going to inject way too much character development into this. Then all of a sudden we jumped to this like rainy club that looks like it's out of um, train spotting or something, mm. you know, and this chick is taking a pregnancy test in the nastiest bathroom of all time and it's positive and you're like, oh no, bomb, bomb, bomb. And we get a little bit of, she's like, I'm going to go visit my sister and she goes to this um, high rise in LA. Mm. First of all, where the fuck is this high rise? It's in the same city it's in the same uh city as the matrix is the best that i could say yeah like not in the matrix but when they're oh no yeah it is when they're in the matrix it doesn't rain that much it's green it's green green and it's pouring it doesn't ever rain that much in la um (laughs) (laughs) and she goes there and it's like this rundown shitty building there are plenty of those in la but the interior is like chicago old Mm. la old it's not look like that yeah you're right you're right anyway doesn't really matter it's a city you meet her sister who's like a tattoo artist and she is funky and fun and she has (laughs) three kids and they're funky whippersnappers too and they're super fun look i like the characters i like the characters in this movie um sometimes i think the movie tried a little too hard to make me like them but at the same time hey you didn't spend a lot of time on it and you didn't a24 it you Mm. hit me with their archetype you're like i'm the funky fun mom i have a tattoo gun let's go on with the movie hi i'm i'm her kid number one this is my thing i have a doll head i'm kind of creepy the end and you're like great is that the end of the character character development they're like yep and i was like great so all you need to know about this character this is the oldest kid she's the girl she got a short haircut and she's a protester yep got it yeah i'm 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 the eldest sister i'm cool i i care for these kids uh and 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 i want to argue they like look they just they nailed it it's a fun dynamic it's not your stereotypical white picket fence dynamic it's not a nuclear family dynamic i like it they have a little bit of interaction they go out to go get pizza on the way back there's like an earthquake you know like they have in la that's the thing that's the thing like movies only the only thing they know is like la is earthquakes right Mm -hmm. obviously they don't know what the weather's like they don't know what the architecture in the building's like anyway Earthquake happens and they find a secret vault full of like under the parking lot of their their apartment. I love this scene. The vault that they find with all the crosses was so fucking creepy. Mm. And inside there's a crypt and the crypt is cracked. She puts her hand in there. They put their hand in there. And it's the DJ boy, the the middle child, or I guess it's a middle child, the DJ kid, the DJ kid. They put their hand in there and you're like, don't do that. I'm screaming at the TV. Don't do that. Don't don't put your (laughs) hand in there. And they pull out this gnarly book and we get a new book of the dead and this is where i'm like yes move yes because here's something that always we've been saying this for years Rumi. let go of the past let go of the last movies show us something new and now they're saying that there's multiple books of the dead there are other iterations of this evil have 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 appeared throughout time and inside this vault there's the book and there's some old record that are recording of secret ritual which is so fucking cool <laughs> you obviously were not as pumped about this scene as i was <laughs> No, at this point, I'm still fine. I, 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 I'm liking it. I, it's good filmmaking. I like the movie. I like what they're doing with it. I agree with you that you kind of get a read that we're already into the, he found the book of the dead. 
So you're not doing that thing. You're calling it the 824 thing or midsummer. It's not that thing where it's like, blah, 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 blah. Scary. It's like, we're, we're, hang with us for a second. We're introducing these people and we're going to get the Book of the Dead. Clearly, they're, they're, and then he pulls out records. So you're like, I ostensibly know what's going to be on those records. And they do a really good job. He brings the Book of the Dead up. I thought the Book of the Dead was cool design. I like that it wasn't the same that we've always seen. It's like teeth on yeah, the side. Yeah, it has almost like yeah. Venus flytrap side that's like these long fangs and they're mm-hmm. trying to get it open. They're trying to get it open. It won't open. He cuts himself on a fang and a couple drips of blood hit the book. Mm-hmm. And the, we see the book kind of suck the drips in while the two kids are looking at the cut and like finger. Veins grow across the book. And then the, cool. the, the teeth kind of flex a little bit and open and then they could look through. So they're looking through the book and then obviously they put the record on. The DJ kid starts slowly spinning the record. And for a new take on an old flavor, you definitely get that vibe of listening to the old reel to reel of the, the scientist or the archaeologist explaining how he found the Book of the Dead and shit. And it's got just enough uh, intonation and words and obviously the tone of what the original had that you feel like it is good evil dead you feel like it's evil dead and now you're back into um it's a, it's enough that it's new you're essentially listening to a pastor who is part of a church who has found this book of the dead and in a meeting he says he wants to explore it and nobody the you know the elders of the church or the group don't let him so he gets ostracized and he starts exploring it on his own and then throughout the movie just like in the other ones throughout the movie he we keep hearing new parts of it and he keeps explaining more about what he founds including how they know i don't think they ever say the word deadite but they say these creatures they're unstoppable even when i burned them even when i blew them apart even when i xyz they you can't be stopped the only thing you could you know at some point he's and it and they enforce these with with these gnarly pictures of like foreshadowing and you're mm. like oh man yeah the picture's great because look I love the original art I have a I have a I have a copy somewhere of the um you know the, the Evil Dead book that was like a recreation with the cool pages in it not the mm. DVD like an actual like prop book really cool I love that art um from the original and, and, and Evil Dead 2 but like this one had like a nice nice input of creepy creepy art that was great foreshadowing of the things to come and like all the they like showed there was like a, a, a path of the of the possession sort of a, a course that it took and throughout the book they kind of evolve on how that worked and um, the record playing is just so creepy because the voice is all like and you're like oh no fuck 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 you remember that movie Session 9? Not only do I remember it but I keep thinking about it lately like enough to think that there's a, a latent thing that happens in that movie like a subconscious plant that was made because I haven't seen it in 10 years but I think I've been impressed some impression has been made that I need to rewatch it. It's a it's a great scary movie like, like Bear bones but like phenomenal he has one moment that's hysterically bad where he's like hey fuck you gordon no fuck you <laughs> yeah and he says it like all ridiculous kate and i still to this day will be like fuck no fuck you <laughs> and like oh my god but like that movie has some of my favorite like use of fucked up audio where they're like listening to the tapes and in the tapes, takes place in an old hospital in an old asylum actually a real asylum fucked up mm-hmm. and and they're in the basement listening to these tapes and it's called session nine because there's nine sessions to this woman's multiple personalities and as you get deeper into her personalities they get creepier and creepier and they're like please let us talk to Billy I don't want to let you talk to Billy let us talk to Billy I don't want to talk to Billy Hello. and you're like fuck 
fuck. Oh, <laughs> scary as shit. Oh, no, no, no. Um, This reminded me of that all day, and I loved it. I loved that mm. record thing, the way they edited it through where you'd like cut speakers and you'd see him turning, turning, turning the the, the record player. It was so cool. It was so a cool. Course, it was yeah. a, you used the word vehicle a moment ago, but it's a it's a cool vehicle to get this um information to us, right? Like he could have Googled it or looked it up online or mm-hmm. it could have come with a video or a, a CD or whatever. But like I, I feel like and one of my main criticisms is going to fly in the face of what I'm about to say. But this felt very much like Evil Dead because you found a contemporary urban way for a family in an apartment to find that information. Now, if they had found a real to real film or whatever you'd call it, real to real track, how would you fucking play that? Nobody, not your average person doesn't have that anymore. And it like to find the whole machine seems silly. They found a really cool way to make it urban, to make it contemporary, but still keep it true to the source material that we want, which, you know, you say the term fan service. I don't necessarily call that fan service, but you're scratching that itch for me. You know what I mean? And the scene works again. All the scenes in this movie, I feel like work. So you're listening to it. And I think the cool thing about a movie like this is this is now the second or third remake of this movie or reboot of this movie slash franchise. If you want to call it a reboot or a remake, we already know the fucking deal. We know what this movie is about. We know what's going to happen. How do you still tell us, especially the exposition and the beginning stuff without us getting bored? And I feel like this movie succeeds in that because, like you said, it's not like we don't. And what I said before, we're not seeing the people drive to the cabin. We're not seeing the people park their car. Get that out of there. We don't need that. You don't need to spend too much time about what they're going to find. We know what they're going to find. Have them find it and get this show rolling. And I feel like that's what this sequence does. Does a great job. So then by reading that, it awakens the evil. And the mom, Ellie, is in the elevator and shit goes crazy. The power goes out. And she's trapped in the elevator. And then the elevator comes alive. And we get our like tr- moment where like the elevator mm. wires are like grabbing her and like tearing her up and going under her skin and stuff. And she comes back all possessed him. Well, she also gets hit with the POV, the the Oh, a POV flying through the streets into the apartment, into her, into the elevator. So we know what that is. And it's an, again, it's an effective scene. And again, is giving us what we want while also making it kind of new. So now she is possessed. And it, it's a gnarly scene. Like it's really upsetting, really fucked up, pretty scary. And she comes back and starts banging on the door and the kids now, now there are no adults here. It's, I mean, her sister, I guess is an adult, but like not a responsible one. Um, <laughs> It's children in a in a in a, a roadie, right? And yeah. She's banging on the door and the kids are like, Mommy, mommy's with the maggots now. And I lost shit. <laughs> That's when I was like, This movie is going to menace children for the next forty five minutes to an and I am so on board. The oh was, yeah. The balloon was at the roof. I was so pumped. <laughs> You killed their mom first. Holy shit. Like, holy shit. Killed the mom brutally. And now she's going to come back and torture these kids. And they bring her inside and she's like in the in the bathroom and she's climbing up the walls. They fight her. They get her outside. But like, uh, the, like they figure out they're trapped in the building because the, 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 the uh, fire escape has collapsed. The elevator's messed up. Like now they're trapped. The stairs are gone, presumably because of the earthquake. But like literally they can't get off that floor yeah <laughs> 
there's neighbors involved. Like one of the neighbors has a shotgun. He's shooting at the mom. Like there's two neighbor kids that are kind of like trying to help. Um, I, I'm trying to remember like the order of things, but well, like, like she comes in and there's a couple of moments where we know she's possessed, but they don't know that yet. Yeah. And then, you know, she says a couple things that sound like she's just fucked up or high or whatever. And then it slips into demonic evil shit. And then it comes back a little bit to weird. And a couple times she does either come back or the deadite is pretending. And she says something about like, oh my God, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm burning. I'm burning alive. They're taking me some shit like that. And like, she's saying this to her youngest daughter, like the nine year old is like at the door and she's like, open the door for mommy. I'm better now. I'm better now. And the little girl is like reaching for the lock and you're just screaming at the TV. It's such a well done scene because like, oh my God, the terror, the stupidity of a little kid first, you're like, she's opening that door. Right. The kid doesn't, the kid has not seen enough horror movies. I guarantee you, even in this cool family, they maybe let her see scream too young, but like she hasn't seen an evil dead movie. She hasn't seen evil dead. She hasn't even seen like event horizon, you know, like hot ghost <laughs> come this way, baby. No, Mm-mm. she doesn't know those tricks. She unlocks the door, bah, comes in, starts tearing shit up, fucking her kids up, stabbing her kids and stuff. I'm just like, this is brutal. This movie doesn't give a She fuck. dies. Like the mom dies. They think mm-hmm. she's dead. They perform mm-hmm. last right. One of the neighbors prays over her. She wakes up. They put her in the bath. They, they find out that she is really alive. So now they think they see she staved off death. She eventually gets locked. They lock her outside. Yeah. And then in doing so, one of the characters, it's gr- one of my probably one of my favorite scenes, looks through the key, the peephole. And she kills and you all see the this neighbors. whole scene. Yes. Yeah. There's like, and it does a great job of, of being a big budget movie and a big Hollywood movie but there's only a handful of cast really for the entire show and she essentially kills three or four people out in the hallway including two children that we don't really know but they're two kids and we just see one fly into frame smash against the wall and that's it for that kid um shotgun shooting everywhere and she comes in she's got a hole in her yeah. and she's been like and again like what you said about we get, they we get the eyeball mom. the eyeball gag you forgot that one of the kids she she pops out the she pops out the dude's eyeball it flies through the air and goes down a kid's throat and he oh that's right like oh that is God. evil dead as fuck man the flying eyeball yeah. gag which again is a staple of like kind of cheesy that sort of cheesy way that, that Sam Raimi used to make movies but it's super fun and super iconic and they did it and he choked to death on it fuck jokes it rips a dude's throat out tears a dude's stomach open all through the, and you see all of that through the, the, the keyhole or the peephole awesome. uh, the throat getting ripped out and stuff yeah that, and that's the guy who lost his eye great eye makeup and then he gets his throat ripped out it's, it's really effective and really fun and this is still with the mom being possessed right yeah the aunt and i might be going out of order but the aunt listens to a little bit more of the tape the 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 the, the record mm-hmm. and the mom comes in at one point the mom is choking i think the aunt and the yeah. son runs in and smashes her with a chair and the little daughter is watching this whole thing and i was like you're like any one of these children even if they live fucking traumatized right forever traumatized oh my god and she has um so so her her middle middle kid um she's she stabbed her scratched her how did she 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 somehow infected her right she's in the kitchen there's a lull moment where you think you have a moment of breath and she's in the kitchen she starts eating glass and you see the glass sticking out of her throat yeah she's taking like a wine glass and just biting it like a like an ice cream cone and then they come in and they're like uh Uh, what's going on? And she says some fucked up shit that I can't remember, like 
some really. She says, she says, there's, uh, there's creatures inside of me, yeah. and I, I'm trying to kill the creatures inside of me. I don't like creatures inside of me. And then she looks at the newly re, newly revealed pregnant ant and is like, "Do you ant whatever?" And like, oh, it's just so fucking creepy. You just found out I was pregnant, and you're talking about killing the creatures inside of you. Oh. Then there's a fight. She jumps off the counter and she grabs a goddamn cheese grater. I lost my shit. Dude, I'm jumping off the couch. She takes a cheese grater to her aunt's leg and just goes, shook. Mm-hmm. And I, dude, my knuckles have scars from cheese grater accident. When you're making that pasta a la mone, <laughs> man, you got to grind down an entire fucking cheese of cheese brick of, of, of Parmesan, you know? And, and you're tearing down that Parmesan. I don't know when I turn Why are you Italian. so obsessed with Italian food tonight? Did you eat dinner yet? <laughs> I'm lose weight, roomies. I'm not eating anything. Um, Ooh. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I just <laughs> fucking Italian food's good, man. Come on, the red sauce, the parmesan. So you grind down all the parmesan, right? And you get a big pile as big as your head. Mm-hmm. And I've sliced my fucking knuckles off on, yeah. on a cheese grater. So I know what that feels like. I know the sound it makes. I know the feeling of my knuckle skin just <laughs> falling into the parmesan and me not finding it. And you guys all ate my fucking parmesan knuckles. <laughs> oh, Anybody? That's some evil dead shit right there. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um. Somebody's listening right now and they're like, wait, they're trying to do the math. They're like, when did we have that dinner party? Where the yeah. was in? Was in. They're like, I don't want to listen to these two. I don't want to watch this movie and I'm not eating Parmesan anymore. <laughs> the cheese grater. That. I, like, look, the la- the Freddy Alvarez one, the one we were talking about, two things I remember from it. This thing I'm remembering like nine things from already. The mm. cheese grater, I will never forget. That was one of the best, best implements. And it wasn't even a kill. Just one of the best yeah, implements yeah. Of, a, of a kitchen tool ever used in a horror movie. Cheese grater. Brutal. This is a teenage girl. She's like 16 fighting her aunt, fighting her, her siblings, menacing a little girl, stabbing a dude in the face with her, her stabbing her her, her, uh, her older sibling in the face with scissors. Like, it is gnarly. And, and by now we know, oh my God, like now now the other sibling is is infected. And the sure brother. enough, yeah, and sure enough, like they turn and it's like, fuck! And the aunt listens to the, to, to the record and it's like, you can only defeat them by complete dismemberment. You just have to d- destroy them. And even that doesn't really work. I think he says, and even they got to bury the pieces all over the place because they could still be alive. Yeah. They still come together. Only the complete destruction of the host stops the deadite. And and she burns the sixteenth. The girl. She burns the little, the, not the little girl, but the teenage girl. She teenage burns girl. her death. She collapses on the floor, smoking, smoldering lump in the kitchen. And then the mom pops up again. She's out in the hall and she tries to, to tear the baby out. And she's the one. She's she's like, um, uh, dead by daylight. What what are they screaming in the dead hallway? by dawn? Dead by dawn. They all start screaming it. And she's trying to tear mm-hmm. the baby out and I'm like this movie Ugh. oh cause she goes cause the mom goes I'll eat your soul and then she goes she so swallow I'll swallow your soul, swallow your soul and she yeah. comes over and she realizes that the aunt is pregnant and she goes two souls yeah I'll swallow both souls I was like oh shit and they stab her in the eye with scissors which is gnarly and they right. stay there for a second yes and again the youngest girl has not been turned and is now watching her aunt and siblings battle their demonized mom who ends up getting stabbed in the middle of the face with scissors yeah. and you're like you're watching that like even if you take the demonization out of it it's fucking horrendous so they're in the elevator and of course we know the elevator's bad news and it starts filling up with blood <laughs> shining style awesome 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 little yeah, girl yeah. drowning in blood you're you're t- this 
poor little girl. And while they're drowning in blood, her siblings and mother are forming into some sort of like rat king nest beast. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The three bodies kind of combine. Some of them aren't even full bodies anymore. Yes. They kind of lump together to make this amalgamation creature called the Marauder. You ever seen the movie? Because uh, that's what it says right here. I'm reading. Um, <laughs> I'm doing research while we go, baby. Uh, I don't think. Well, <laughs> did I ever see what? You ever see the movie Splinter? Yeah, I did. Really cool creature feature. Has one of my favorite, like one of my favorite creatures. This movie deserves a sequel so bad. I think it's great. Um, it's definitely an unsung movie too little shaky cam but of the era fine got yeah, a great yeah, creature yeah. got a great creature but it does this thing where like if you die like your body parts fuse with the, the splinter creature and it keeps becoming a bigger and bigger floppy body part monster and this turns into like a three-headed six uh six arm six leg thing and it starts chasing them into the garage in this movie in this movie yeah in this movie the marauder has all the you know six three heads six arms six legs and it's chasing the the ant and the little girl in the garage and the ant picks up a chainsaw and goes buck wild well because they had <laughs> they'd planted Chekhov's mm-hmm. uh what would you call it Chekhov's uh um tree shredder what's that thing called like at the end of Fargo chipper shredder yeah 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 chipper uh they they they, they had Chekhov's chipper at the beginning of the movie you see it down there and you're like that's gotta be a thing right yeah so the ant grabs the chainsaw she starts chainsaw on chainsaw on chainsaw on chainsaw on chopping pieces and eventually is able to get this thing they they kind of trick it up and around they they velociraptor trick it with sound and shit to get into the feeder and they start chopping that shit up and it's shooting blood all over the garage and you see i thought it was like one of my favorite shots inside the interior shots of parked cars as blood and viscera just splatters all across the windshield and window that was so, so fun so cool so and definitely cool. like uh definitely you know of the the franchise of like there should be so much blood in evil dead and at this point now both girls are covered in it right at this point it's only the aunt and the littlest child is left the little girl covered in blood both of them Harry style right yes and they so now the creature's getting chopped up the the head is left ellie's the mother's head and she's like you're gonna be a failure as a mother <laughs> and she kicks the head in the chipper sharp blood mist red mist everywhere and isn't there a face a chainsaw face fucking which we know we now know that you love oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah so good <laughs> i mean there's so much chainsaw face fuck it's it's great it's so good oh the, the aunt and the little girl leave in the car and they're like i'm your mommy now all right cool fine <laughs> nobody's gonna question that at all child protective right. services isn't gonna be like where are your parents oh their dna's all throughout a chipper shredder <laughs> Sure. You're her mommy now. That's not how it works. Did we do an episode called After the Ending? We did. Yeah. Where yeah. right after a movie ends, it does not go the way the movie portrayed the ending to be. Like the ending of, of Mama, um, where it's like two little sisters are adopted by a family, but their ghost mom is still haunting them. And at the end, one of the little girls goes goes off with her ghost mom, apparently in death. And they're like, yay, it's over. It's like, no, Child Protective Services is going to be like, hey, we gave you two little girls a week ago. You only have one now. What happened? They're like, oh, her ghost mom came and got her. Totally cool. It's fine. We're not haunted now. And you're like, no, you're going to jail and that kid is going to have a horrible Right. So life. like, even if all the, the <laughs> demonic possession deadite shit has left this building somehow, there still is a physical building in whatever Chicago, Los Angeles this is <laughs> that is now covered in blood and dead bodies and pieces of people. And you can't just like lone wolf and cub anymore where you just grab a kid and walk away. Just like that couldn't away. happen anymore. Right. So <laughs> not in the middle of an urban 
city in contemporary America, right? Where there's fucking forensics. Because you're right. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think anybody is going to let demonic possession play in court. They're going to be like, did you kill your sister? Yeah, but she was a demon. Did you kill her with a chainsaw in, let me look at my notes here, a face fucking chainsaw <laughs> yeah. murder? And like, well, I mean, if you want to be technical about it, yeah. In my defense, she was sticking to the ceiling half an hour before that. If you don't believe me, ask this seven-year-old girl. <laughs> ask my neighbor who, oh, wait, he choked on an eyeball. Wait, that's... I was going to say, like, in your defense, we did find an eyeball in that guy's esophagus. <laughs> and we have questions about that. <laughs> yeah. you're. The, if you're the only person alive after a bloody massacre and you killed half of the people in that massacre, it's not looking good. It's just, <laughs> I'm just saying. Even it's if an you're uphill innocent, battle, my friend. It, you have a lot to prove because they want to button this up tight. They don't want to get sure. into demonic possession. They don't want to get into magic books and secret scary records. They don't want to get into any of that. They want to button this up tight. You put your sister and two of her kids in a chipper shredder, case closed. Yeah, you need an insanity defense for two at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so they leave and then we get this like nice button at the end where this girl who they thought was like gone, who we recognize from the beginning of the movie. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm going on vacation, blah, blah, blah. And she goes down to the car and you get the <laughs> deadite view and it comes at her. And it's and because at the beginning of the movie, when we see the people in the in the uh, in the um, the cabin. cabin at the woods, mm -hmm. it then goes to three days earlier, and it shows you the movie that we just described. So awesome. we're now seeing how that ends up at the cabin. Yeah, totally. Because she gets she walks over to a bloody ass car filled, and she looks down, and as she's keying into a car filled with blood, and she like looks around, and then she gets possessed, and it's like, okay, I, I was okay with that. It wasn't I, the greatest, most clever ending, but I was like, all right, fun. I, uh, yeah, I only have one qualm with this movie, only one, and that's. It's not even that big of a deal. I'll let it okay. slide. I needed one. I just needed one Bruce Campbell cameo. And it can be as simple as a commercial for S-Mart. Just tie me into the world. Let me know that S-Mart exists and I'm good. Just let me know that- You want to see him specifically or just a nod to the originals? It could be his voice. But it has to be him. It can't just be a mention of S-Mart. It has to be him. I I'll take a mention of S-Mart. I would okay. I just like, I would love a Bruce Campbell little tip of the hat. It, I don't need you to wink at me. It's a very mm. delicate thing. If you had a commercial on TV and he was just there, come on down to ask my Baba, and then you don't even hear it. You don't even pay attention to it. You don't need to wave it in my face. You need to be like, look, we got him. We got him to do a cameo in the movie. What if he for. was doing the play-by-play -play commentary of a fight with Macho Man Randy Savage? <laughs> take it too much I'll take it <laughs> look look I, I just it would have been nice to have a little nod in a way mm. but did the last again, did the remake one have it at the very end he like turned around and it was like I'll return soon groovy and like that was that was like a, hey we couldn't pull it off this time but I promise I owe you he was was he in the movie at the very end after the credits rolled there was like this like high contrast thing on the on, on his back and he turned around but it wasn't even like in the context of the film it's not like he no. drove by the cabin or it was literally like they wrote an IOU and handed it to the audience. <laughs> that might be one of the best ways you've ever explained something. And this is on top of the pasta analogy. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs>
<laughs> literally they were like oh um hey i know we i mean we got him for like one afternoon and he showed it like look I, again i like bruce campbell a lot he's one of my favorite like that guy actors who's just like yeah yeah mm. i don't need you to do a bit with him i just want to nod e- even if it's just she opens a magazine and like on the s smart cover it's like eh, you know or, or mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or he's just the guy at the grocery store giving the kids the pizza like like just just a, a little tap little tip of that again it's hard not to shoehorn that in and it's hard to not make that cheesy and milk that more than it needs to be milked mm. if you had just had on the car radio when they're flipping through channels you hear him be like come on down to smart that would have been all i needed mm. could have been fine even if it wasn't him that's still like, a pretty small criticism like that's a pretty pretty small deduction right this is my favorite horror movie of the year this is this wow. is phenomenal it hit every mark terrified the shit out of me like literally i haven't been had this much fun being scared in a long time you think it like you're saying terrified are you are you overselling that or were you actually scared i i was genuinely genuinely unsettled with the amount of menacing of the children as mm, a okay. as a father now of a little girl yeah it changes shit right changes shit changes shit and when that little girl was looking through the door and crying for her mother and the mother's like mommy's with the maggots now i was like get the fuck out of here that scares mm. the shit out of me. that i wouldn't be in control to menace my own child that i wouldn't know not to hurt my kids like that's terrifying. What about like, Kate being the deadite ooh. and you having to protect yourself and your child against what was your way? Even if you know that she's no longer there, it's just her body slash deadite possessed infected. How do you do that while your child is watching? Right. That's that's the thing. Like, look, look I've watched enough zombie movies and enough things to know. Like when they're gone, they're gone. You can't worry about it. And like, I, like, <laughs> like this has nothing to do. No with- use crying over. I'm just saying I've seen enough zombie movies I'm sorry Rumi if you were bit by a zombie I'd be like (laughs) and you're like you're like that was fucking quick like sorry Kate if you got bit by a zombie like I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be the guy who's like no oh no but if my kid's watching Mm, and the thing about deadites that make them way cooler than zombies is they're not just like like when they're zombies and they die and then they wake up again it's like just shoot them like obviously you know what happens next but deadites like fuck with you and they're like yeah like they they delight in tormenting you is essentially their thing right they're trying to hurt you they're trying to fuck with you they're trying to to menace you in a way that is pleasing for them Mm -hmm. and and that is what makes really fucked up and like seeing that the menacing of the children in this movie you know launchpad podcast loves us some menaced ass kids (laughs) this movie a plus stabbing kids in the face with scissors this little girl oh my god this little girl's got a bad time ahead of her. i didn't think they were gonna kill the little girl but they did kill every other kid in the movie there's at least four kids that die in this movie so but i gotta give you it didn't to them think, for you that. didn't you didn't think they were gonna kill the little girl no i was well, i thought that you she think would they make could? it out did you think they could though did the yeah, movie yeah, yeah. show I, you i i was yeah. not sure but i would have put money on it but like i also wouldn't have been very surprised because they didn't hold back for <laughs> anybody else yeah i mean there were two other kids that were you know of the people who die in this movie over half of them yeah two-thirds were children if they make mathematics are are are, are minors you know we love that and and props to the kid actors all of them did a phenomenal job phenomenal job like i didn't none of those kids did i ever once be like nah they're not possessed this is bullshit like i i give Mm. them all mad like i mean fucking cheese grater she pulled that off (laughs) There were numerous points in this movie and the best was, the I forget what was happening, but the very first thing that the possessed mom does, the 
aunt and the three kids are standing there watching her. And I was like, wait a minute. I understand that you don't know she's possessed by a demon yet, but you're not going to usher the kids out of the room regardless. I was like, that's like adulting 101 is like, you got to go get these kids out of here. The oldest kid, you help me bring her to the bedroom. The middle kid, you go get your sister and bring her into your room. You can't stand here and watch this. There was at least three situations where those kids stood by and watched family members doing some fucked up shit without the and I like the aunt had a lot going on. It's very easy for me to oh tattoo uh, gun to the quarterback. Face. The mom took a tattoo gun to one of her kids' faces. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> got it too. She got her. She tagged her with it. T- tagged her. Yeah, she has that until she turns into a dead eye and then Ah, so you had mentioned that there were there's a question whether this is an Evil Dead movie for you. Yeah, so for me, I don't disagree with anything you said, except I don't think it's my favorite in the franchise because I think it's missing a couple things that, to me, make it an Evil Dead movie. And I'm not saying the movie overall fails or should be docked any points for this, but it's almost like um, Terminator Salvation. Is it really a Terminator movie? Or is it just a future war movie that has robots in it that are Terminators because you could call Terminator Salvation robot movie, robot war, future war. The Terminator movie is about infiltration. There is a reveal in Terminator Salvation where a guy who thinks he's human turns out to be a robot, but that's not what Terminator is. Terminator 3 was kind of lackluster, but was a Terminator movie. It was a, you know, there were two robots fighting each other, look like humans, go back in time. Terminator uh, Terminator Salvation doesn't have any time travel in it. So Terminator 3 was almost too much of a Terminator movie. So much of a Terminator movie that not it's debating not. it, not debating it, okay, but I'm not right. debating whether or not that's a good movie or not. What, I'm just what debating the, whether it's what was a the Terminator. last one that came out with the mother of dragons as, as Sarah Connor Terminator uh, Jamboree. <laughs> <laughs> One of them was Terminator Genesis. I don't think that was this one. I think that was two ago. The one with the Mother of Dragons, I thought was stupid, but fun. And I like for the umpteenth movie in the series. I liked what they did there until the very end when they're like, and by the way, new Terminator. Because here's what I hate about (laughs) Terminator movies is when they're like, guess what? New (laughs) Terminators. This is a Terminator that could breathe underwater. I I don't care. Just give me an 800. Stop making new Terminators. It's kind of like Batman movies. Guess what? Yeah. Three bad guys. Same with Predators. Guess what? They're Stop bringing it. people to their own world. No, just just Stop the it. same thing. Anyway, yeah. well, so and, for me, this they is were a like, little... But to their to their credit, they were like, oh, but we already did that for Terminator 3 and you guys said boo because you made new Terminators and you made it too much of the same. You literally repeated all of Terminator 2, two. except in a biker bar. He's in a gay bar. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah. Too funny. Too silly. You guys are goofy fucks. I hate that shit. Stop. Just just make the movie right. <laughs> you can't tell me that Evil Dead Rise didn't make the movie right. No, it did. But my question again, uh, uh, um, comparing it to Salvation, is, is it a Evil Dead movie? For me, the fact that it was not in a cabin, in a woods, out in the, you know, in the woods, makes it less Evil Dead for me. Now, it's time to get out of the fucking woods. Get the, burn the cabin down. Get the, we've done that nine I times. I like that they did that choice. I like they didn't do that accident. They said, let's make an Evil Dead movie elsewhere. And I think that's a great idea.
idea, but I'm saying that's one thing for me that makes it not feel like almost like a balloon pop of, is this an Evil Dead movie? Not, is it a good movie? I'm not saying it's not good. But, but Evil for Dead me, needs to get away from the cabin. We have to get away from it. That's I'm like not debating stri- it. Like, like, if you just put it in a cabin again, now you're just doing the Star Wars movies again. Stop. Oh, stop. No, you're, you Star are Wars. correct. But for me, I'm saying it didn't feel like Evil Dead, and that was part of it. It didn't, it was, it was not as serious as you're saying the remake was, but the fact that it was not fun, it was true, true, true horror, uncomfortable, shocking. There was not a fun element to it at all. Even when she finally gets that chainsaw, it was brutal, it was violent, it was cool, but it wasn't fun. Whereas like to me, we talked about the musical. The musical cuts to a intermission as he first gets the chainsaw and is, you know, chopping a deadite while sing yet like yelling singing die 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 and there's blood going everywhere and the curtain comes down and they come back die die yeah, there's blood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's obviously over the top and an extreme example but to me yeah. that is a very important part of an evil dead movie that's how i know or part of how i know whether what i'm watching is an evil dead movie or not but this is this is where it's always been an issue writing the comedy line this movie was fun because i was having fun being scared i was like you did it man when you whip out that cheese grater that's silly to me a cheese grater is a funny implement to be fucking people up with but like it knew what i wanted from a scary movie and it knew how far to take what made it funny or fun it wasn't cheesy and evil dead is cheesy but that's not what i like about evil dead i don't like evil dead for being cheesy like evil dead for being fun and being awesome and like having chainsaws and doing the scary stuff but like there's always that line that it draws in the sand and or or no i'll take that back there's always two paths in that wood across the line in the sand and it's like three stooges or a good or the horror movie you thought i was going to make and it always picks three stooges whereas mm-hmm. this gave me all that splatter but didn't go that's my three stooges impression um I, I again i don't disagree and i'm not saying that the movie was any worse for not having and i'm just saying for me it didn't feel as much like an evil dead movie for the minus or the lack of these things so like the woods is one the lack of the fun is another one the way the deadites are handled i have no complaints about how they were handled it was creepy. It was scary. They looked really good. There, uh, there was a couple things where there was a, 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 a digital element. There's a couple of times where there was a great practical element. Awesome. And I loved how they did it. But all the Deadites did the same thing. Whereas in the Evil Dead, Deadites look different. Their bodies contorted. One had a giant long ass neck. It just was like... That fucking... doesn't feel like a weird incongruous mess to you? It does, but it's almost like in the same era or, era or vein of like all the early people Peter Jackson, New Zealand stuff where you're like, Wait a minute. yeah, baby, brain dead. What the, what the fuck are you doing now? And it just sometimes that is like a little bit of cold water because I've seen a million trapped in a cabin, killer, haunted, whatever movies I've seen them. But Evil Dead is they, different. They combined into a giant three headed six arm monster. There's some some weird contortion. OK, maybe maybe I would maybe I'd concede that's that like point. The, the Henrietta monster, right? That turns into the long neck monkey creature. That's like, yeah, 
yeah, it yeah. literally makes monkey noises and flies around the room and like you know they float and fly and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, we did get flying. We got floating and flying. Um, we did get some crazy contortioning shit. Got rising. But, and then at the end, like at the end of Evil Dead Two, they all turn into the giant amalgamation creature that's like blah, 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 and there's like nine heads popping out and he's chainsawing the heads and the eyes mm-hmm. and stuff. Like I, I feel like it was true to that sense, but it's like we're never we're never gonna go down the three stooge route. We're never. Well, gonna I, you know what? Maybe anything. a way to think of it is it's it, it, an evolution, right? Mm-hmm. They're not trying to remake it. They're not trying to necessarily make a straight sequel. It's an evolution. Yeah. Um, the 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 horror going audience now is different than it was in the in the early 80s right clearly right. filmmaking techniques are different um what constitutes a scare is different now right i get that and i understand that i again i'm not saying the movie was bad there's just all these little things that to me make it be like this movie could have just been called possession apartment or you know what i mean like it it doesn't have to be an evil dead movie and i'm not saying it shouldn't be i'm just saying Saying, mm, what for me, for my own self, for for handsome Matt Corrigan, was this too far removed from an Evil Dead movie for me to enjoy it as an Evil Dead movie? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like you said, you you said it best when you said it. I'm questioning it. I'm not saying it's not. Here's another thing. I think this is proof to the franchise as well. We this franchise lives in a world where there are these super goofy movies within it, and an entire played for last TV show that's so fucking gory and over the top and gross that I love. I love. I love the TV show. I absolutely love the TV show. But I think you can tell that that dichotomy between the fandom of people who are like, I want that like balls to the wall, never gives up Freddy Alvarez movie. But the Freddy Alvarez had no DNA other than I'm in a cabin and I have I have these these really sadistic demons that pop up. Mm-hmm. OK, whereas this at least had the popping eyeball stuff. The demons did the thing that the, that the deadites do. You had a you had a, a good book of the dead. Freddy Alvarez. I don't even remember the book of the dead from that. Movie. This one has a book of the dead that i will remember you know it had the it had the audio callbacks it had a lot of it had a lot of callbacks in it that i think are are tips of the hat to what the original was doing and what the old one was doing and and you know dead by dawn and all that stuff um which i think it does a really good job of 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 doing but this hit the tone that i want from my evil dead see maybe that's it maybe i appreciate it i like it i like it as an evil dead installment but it's not my evil dead it's not my favorite which again is not knocking it in any way it just is maybe just a shade too far away from my evil dead to be but like would this uh, i would have been so like like i would be disappointed if this movie did anything for you <laughs> fair and I, I agree i think it would have made the movie off. less but should yeah. the movie have been called horror apartment rises or rise or whatever it was called instead of evil dead rise i'm not sure but you got the book of the dead in there this, I, this is doing this is what i want from the movie yeah this is what i want from the movie and and again i love that there's a world where it can have two dnas and sometimes it's slapstick and goofy as fuck but like can you imagine if they tried to make a slapstick goofy thing now like the tv show pulled it off and i can't believe it pulled but like can you imagine like i don't know a bridesmaids version of evil dead like that well i guess here's the thing um the tv show had ash it was directly related to those originals Mm -hmm. i would say that and and i haven't seen the show yet but i would say you've never seen the show no even though you've you've look at Rumi's face if you're not watching Turn it off. Turn it all off. We're shutting it down. We don't record again until you watch the entire, <laughs> all, every season, all five, six, seven, nine seasons of it, whatever there is, all of them. You got to watch them. And I want I want updates as you watch them. I want I want the update when the baby crawls inside the, the, the corpse from, from the butt end 
He puts his head out, the blown off head, and the baby's walking around like a meat puppet. I want you to call me when his head gets jammed in a corpse's ass and the dick's flopping off his chin. I want you to tell me how much you love that shit. I'll, I'll be honest. This episode has made me want to go back and revisit all of them now, yes. even the ones that I've seen recently and that one that I haven't. But I'm going to say that to have that yuck, yuck, yuck stuff, whether it's a little bit or a lot, and Sam Raimi does it way too much sometimes, including in some of the Evil Dead stuff, in my opinion. I think you need that direct tie. I don't think you could make a new movie with a new cast, whether it's in the woods or in an apartment. I don't think you can do it with yuck, yuck, yucks. The, like I said, the mood, the, the audience is different. That that brand of humor doesn't exist anymore. People don't appreciate uh, the Three Stooges like the, like it used to be. The Three Stooges are an, is an old style of comedy. If you show kids Three Stooges now, they're like, those dudes are just beating the shit out of each other. That's not funny. It's well, like, I also feel like it's weird because part of the appeal of that to you or I, I guess, is when you're showing demonization and a spirit attacking people in a cabin in the woods, there's certain expectations, right? Sure. You don't expect the uh, the donkey head or the moose head on the wall to start laughing. You don't expect that. And you don't expect the the lamp to move up and down and to laugh. You don't expect the deadite to start doing a ballerina dance outside where her head rolls around and stuff. Yeah. You don't expect that. And I think, I don't know, maybe just because we've seen those movies, seeing that again wouldn't work because there's not terribly many movies like that that, are, that would do that. No. And well, I mean, even think about drag me to hell which is directly in the vein of of you know the evil dead movie mm -hmm. and it's like that splat stick you know i'm gonna vomit in your face for nine minutes and then drop an anvil on your head and it's gonna have like cartoon looney tunes sound effect yeah you know slapstick isn't a current art form so i think anything that you do that is slapstick or yucky in that regard isn't going to play the same and in fact i think i think i think when you watch those old movies the only reason that that it's tolerated is because there's a nostalgia factor for like that's funny oh man they're having a great time this movie's a fun fun romp but it's not a horror mm. movie anymore you've, you've, you've completely changed the genre yeah it's funny because he's sliding slip sliding in blood but that's splat stick it's still doing it for laughs and subverting that genre of horror and if you had put any jokes into this it would have it would have completely yanked me out of what the good groundwork that you're laying and I guess that's always the problem I've had with the DNA of, of, of these movies is you have this awesome shit all lined up and then just when you're like, man, this is going to be great, they're like, <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this because this is a good point. The movie that we're talking about, Evil Dead Rise, is it Rise or Rises? Evil Dead Rise, like High Rise. It's a dumb name. Thing. Evil Dead Rise, it was straight up horror and it was successful, right? Yeah. I think it succeeds. It's hard to actually scare me in a movie. Like, I'm never like, <laughs> but like this movie was successful. Most people would be scared by, or, or you know, accomplished. The, the, I mean, the movie would accomplish the scares. I dare you to watch that cheese grater scene and not go, right. like, cringe a little bit. Not right. Pucker. No, it, like, it succeeds in what it's trying to do. a little do. bit, I would say you're lying. Do you, <laughs> do you think that the original, let's just say the first two Evil Deads for the mm -hmm. sake of argument right now, the first two Evil Deads, do you think that those movies in their most horror scary moments are as horror as scary as anything in this movie? The first one is, yeah, the first one is balls to the wall, like faces are melting and it's it, it's it's also so gritty in its unpolished 
harshness that it's terrifying because you're just like yeah. I don't I don't I don't know if these people know what's going to happen next. So because like w- when you watch a movie that has polish to it, there's a safety to it. When you watch a B movie that's so unpolished that you're like I don't know if this director knows what is supposed to happen next. Sure, right, I, right, right. I'm, yeah. I don't know what's around the corner, so now I'm nervous. Yeah. And the first one has that vibe where you're just like this is I anything could happen. Anything could crawl out of that body. The trees aren't safe. Anybody goes outside. <laughs> trees are raping people. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's so fucked up. The first one is so super gnarly and an unrelenting in that gnarliness. I think it has editorial problems. I think it's way too long. I think there's a lot of like weird, unpolished, gritty choices, but that's mm-hmm. fine. I think uh, it's not my favorite because of of kind of just it's 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 a DNA primordial soup of a movie, but it's awesome. You know, it, it laid out what it did and it did it well. We watched that recently, and you're just like, this is unrelenting. Now, just like balls, it just does not. So stop. the second one is more comedic and yep. less balls to the wall is the, the phrase that you keep using. But so do you? He's got a th- chainsaw on his arm, so makes right. up. But that's like, but that's like fun and cartoony comic booky, right? That's not horror per se. Sure. Do you think the second one, at its scariest moment, is scary like this movie is? Never. Because this is way more serious, right? This is trying to scare you. Whereas I'm not sure if the second one really, the, ne- the original the second, Evil Dead Two was. The second one just has awesome effects. It's just nonstop mm-hmm. cool things happening. Chainsaws run. It's never scary. It's 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 all played for laughs. But so maybe you can't you, have yucks and. Scares, scares. It's a it's a different genre. Sam Raimi created splats. Uh, maybe maybe Sam Raimi and um Brain Dead uh, uh Peter Jackson. I'll give mm-hmm. it to him. Yeah, yeah. I I can't tell you which one came out right first right now. Sure. But like the, the you know Brain Dead, Evil Dead, Brain Dead, Dead Alive, and Evil Dead Two created a genre where it's like I'm going to do things that are normally goofy but instead of a pie to the face it's a severed skull with brains and it's like that i'm gonna i'm gonna completely subvert subvert comedy and i'm gonna subvert horror at the same time does it work not all the time but am i going to commit to it and do it respect mad 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 sure sure so much respect that i don't like it and i respect the shit out of you and buy all your products and dress up as your characters and love love it but i I guess like what i'm saying is you can't have a horror movie with yuck yuck yucks you can have a horror movie that has a dopey character that makes you laugh that makes the audience laugh you can have comic mm-hmm. relief in a horror but you can't have three stooges like the second you introduce a three stooges element you no longer have a straight i mean armies it's not of even darkness. That you no longer have a straight horror you I have can't an armies make of darkness funny poster above my head right now in army of darkness he's in the graveyard and all the hands start like pulling in his face and he right. literally does the point yep. and two hands come up and poke him in the eye and it makes like noises right like it's all played for laughs it's a completely different genre and it's fine if that's the movie you want to make right right don't try that's to not make what the, that's not what yeah. Evil Dead Rise was at all. At all. So if you had one eye poke in a Evil Dead Rise, it would have ruined. But Evil Dead Rise the did the eyeball gag. But it wasn't played for laughs. If I anything, laughed. it was an um. But I think you laugh because you're sick. But also because, <laughs> and I guess like maybe this is the difference between you and I, who grew up watching Evil Dead one, two, and arguably three. Mm-hmm. Um, we I watch Army of Darkness that, more than I watch the other two movies. Right, but that's like you know that that eye thing is a thing. Yeah. Anybody else who's watching that movie in and of itself, just as a one installment, maybe they'd never seen another Evil Dead film or any other property like Evil Dead, Evil Dead property. They just think that is a gross gag, and it's more of like a. Oh, 
knows they're not like, oh, I see. At that yeah. point, they're just like, this is over the top, over the top, right? There's a lot of really good nods, I think, that are subtle. But like, that's the thing I loved about it is it mm-hmm. did, it did everything with a really deft hand. And that takes a lot of knowledge of the franchise, a lot of respect for the franchise. Sure, yeah. To yeah. be able to take something and so adeptly modify it to be exactly what I think a branch of this franchise's fan base wanted is hard to do. Because you could mm-hmm. try and split it. Okay, I got to appease everybody. Right. Oh, I'm gonna, I got to put some yucks in there and I got to put some hardcore stuff in there. It's like pick, they picked their lane, they stayed in it, but they also like every now and then were like, here, here's a little, here's a little tip for you. And you're like, yeah, that's And great. I do, feel, <laughs> I do feel it did that great. So even though I'm saying maybe I don't count it as a full on evil dead or I'm questioning, I'm not saying I am I'm just saying I'm questioning that I have to respect them for making the choices that they did, making the movie that they wanted to make while still, like you said, being true to and respecting the source material while also giving me enough of that where you have those nods you have those evolutions of we'll swallow your soul we'll swallow your souls i fucking love that i like the idea that they've changed things i like the whole thing the whole dj aspect of getting that information to me in a new version of the old way i'm on board and i appreciate the shit out of all that did you notice what just happened what when you said swallow your souls your microphone went great did it yeah it sounded really scary don't do it again i I didn't hear (laughs) it's staying in you all heard right now there's two or three people right now who are rolling their um spotify's around (laughs) their uh their uh sound clouds around to try to see if they can i was waiting for a uh klatu barata nikto thing but roomies with the maggots now (laughs) (laughs) um here's here's my uh my closing thought is what i want to happen in the next one okay regardless of its splat stick or serious or a reboot or a retread or something new or whatever evil dead in space whatever it is i want them to establish Chekhov's chainsaw early Mm -hmm. i want one of the main characters if not the main character to lose or injure their arm and i want us to assume we know it's going to happen and then i want a deadite to pick up that chainsaw and put its hand inside of it and have a deadite with a chainsaw arm it would be great i buy onto that here's what i want keep putting it in new places don't ever go back to the woods stay the fuck out of the woods we did that Mm. for so many movies so many video games every ripoff of every movie of every evil dead movie we have enough cabin in the woods movie stop making stop it (laughs) stop it thanks Thank you. Um, but what was that from? Elves? No, that was uh, Cold. the the. Fr- it was like some freezing bullshit. The freezing, yeah. It was like it was like cryogen zombies. Yeah, cryogenic zombies. Um, and it was. Uh, but but our our buddy uh, Grizzly Adams was in it. So Dan Haggerty, good. yeah. Dan Haggerty, it's yeah. Movie is for what you guys are what you guys are listening. You're it's not your fault. You weren't there at shitty movie a thousand years ago. We watched this movie about cryogenic zombies who end up getting thawed out. Dan Haggerty plays a security oh, guard. If you guys and, don't know, me and Rumi love us from Dan Haggerty. Dan <laughs> Grizzly <laughs> Adams, great shitty movies, yeah. He's a security guard at this place, as is some other nerdy guy who's like his sidekick. And these zombies start to get out and start doing shit. And one of the zombies tries to get them and they slam a garage door down on its hand and the hand gets severed and is crawling around. And the nerdy security guard barfs all like starts crying and barfs all over the place. And as he barfs, Dan Haggerty looks at him and he goes, Stop, Stop it. it. And it's like the disdain. I don't know if it was on purpose or not, but the disdain in his voice 
when he reprimands his co-worker. <laughs> well, Ruby I mean, and I, <laughs> we have in- told each other, we have never since told each other in a regular voice to decease, to, 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 to desist doing something. It's to, to always stop been, a bodily, stop it, Rumi. Yeah, to stop, stop a it. bodily function, an involuntary <laughs> bodily response. Stop it. That is not completely inappropriate to the situation, right? Like, I mean, there's a lot going on if there's zombies running around and you just accidentally chopped one of their hands off. <laughs> Fuck, what was the name of that movie? Dude, that that year at Shitty Movie Sunday's Halloween party, no less than know, three people dressed up as Dan Haggerty from different movies. Three people showed up with like fake beards and stuff and like playing uh, Grizzly Adams, but from different movies. Um, That movie was called The Chilling. The Chilling. And Linda Blair was in it. Damn, yeah, I got to rewatch yeah. that too. Shit, it's not good, but it was fun. Well, stop it, Ruby. Stop it. Um, Yeah, stop going to the woods. Put it on a cruise ship. I don't care. Put it on a bus that can't slow down. I don't care. Put it in space. I don't care. Just don't go back to the woods, please. I beg you. I beg you. I beg you. You've done such a good job with not going to the woods. And like, we, we just like, we get it. We get it. If I want to go back to the woods, I have, I have like nine movies and a TV series that go back to the woods multiple times. And it's great. It's so good. Oh, my writing partner, Pat, just bought a piece of land right next door to the original cabin. Like l- literally within walking distance, four minutes. Stop it, Pat. Stop I going know. to the woods. Don't go in there. Um, But I, uh, yeah. So go somewhere else. I, I vote cruise ship. I, I honestly do. Because poop cruise, just thinking of all the horror stories of like these these stranded cruise ships and like just poop erupting from their toilets i think there's a lot to be done with uh <laughs> with 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 some of that but no um, yucks you just want straight <laughs> horror poop <laughs> i don't want funny poop this is true stop being funny no funny poops here um i i do like it when it's not funny but i want it to be more like this this i don't know what it is the freddie alvarez wasn't having any fun this mm-hmm. one still had some fun i mean they had cheese graters and like just when you thought it couldn't get crazier it was like hey now one of these teenage kids is a fucking deadite like it kept doing things that made me want to high five so that to me is the fun that's where the that's where the yucks came in mm-hmm. i don't i don't i don't need you to mimic a 80 year old comedy troupe that that isn't respected any like and and again i love three stooges if they're on i'm watching them but like with disdain no not even <laughs> no, I, know, I know again if i'm popping on evil dead 2 i know i'm doing that for that reason right i don't like because here's the other thing the first time you watched evil dead 2 where you're like this isn't scary i thought this was supposed to be a hardcore horror movie you know this movie is mm. one of the bloodiest films of all time what are you talking about when you watch brain dead for the first time and you're like i heard this was the goriest thing ever mm-hmm. this is this is a comedy like there's a disappointment almost when you feel like you've been lied to or tricked haha you thought you were gonna see some gnarly shit kids here's some three stooges bits <laughs> get over here you boink, 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 boink. like right there's a little bit of bait and switch going on i yeah i get that i get that but if they're singing and dancing while they're doing it i'm on board <laughs> I'll watch the musical anytime. I love the musical. The musical is hysterical. Yeah, the musical was great. And it is a great, um, it's kind of subverting expectations again because again. you don't expect to see a horror movie nope. in a Broadway show. You don't expect to see that, um, I'll use your phrase, balls to the wall horror movie as a Broadway show. And then when there is literally a first couple rows called the splatter zone yep. where they give you ponchos so that you get covered in blood, that is like so far, like the play you're watching 
watching is so far removed from the normal Broadway experience that they're embracing it, leaning forward into it by purposely spraying you with blood. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but this this actually brings up a really good point, which we should probably close out, but I, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. having a great time talking about this. Evil Dead continually subverts its own expectations. Mm. The first one was a hardcore horror movie and then tried to be that. The little engine that could. The second one was like, fuck that. We already did that. Even though we're remaking the movie, we're going to make it funny. Subvert all expectations and prove that we can pull it off. They pull it off. It is a very adept at doing the thing that it set out to do. And then the third one is like, we're going to do a time travel ripoff of a, a, a Connecticut Yankee in a King in a King Arthur's court. Mm-hmm. Do that well. Okay. Com- like, I don't know what you're going to do, man. You can do whatever you want. That's great. Be constantly keeping it like it'd be funny if like every other one like the next one is like completely like <laughs> Paul Feig is doing it. Um, well, let's see. I'm trying to think. The next one should be animated and it should be a children's film. See, there you go. Subverting right? expectations. Yeah. But like, here's the problem. Like comedy changes and the comedy of that era isn't even the same comedy as now. Right. Like who are you going to have do the next one? Is it going to be like Seth Seth Rogen and those guys? James Franco and Seth Rogen as, as those Not guys? Not on my watch. Stop it. Is it Paul Feig and and the Bridesmaid crew? They did a Ghostbuster movie. We all saw how that went. Um, is that are you going to make an Evil Dead now? Like like wh- like what comedy is going to work for that now? And I think they prove with the TV show that that brand of comedy worked for this genre and for this property mm. and it worked great. But I don't know if you can pull a new style of comedy out that fits today's comedy and have it land really well. It would have to be like a mockumentary style. Maybe. But like right. today's comedy is mean anyway so it's like yeah that's true maybe evil dead rise was a comedy and we're just old and stupid <laughs> kids are watching this like hilarious mom stabbed her son in the face <laughs> pass when me Sam- some more michelin pizza <laughs> <laughs> sammy when i finally get to show sammy this franchise she's like that's hysterical my favorite part is when the mom like menaced her kids and stabbed her kid with glass <laughs> cheese graters hilarious <laughs> My kid's going to be so jaded and cynical. This is this is a comedy to her. This is going to be her favorite one. I'm going to show well, her the Three Stooges. She's going to think it's barbaric. She's like, it's boring without all the horror aspects. <laughs> like he poked him in the eyes and the eyeballs stayed into their sockets. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> If that pie was a head, I would be more interested. <laughs> well, I think we solved all the world's problems. Um, been fantastic. Um, I have something to plug, man. I got to plug something real quick. Do it. Um, it's October. We got doing some scary stuff. Uh, you can find me and my writing partner, Pat. We're over at Block of Horror doing some really cool events. Um, there's going to be a screening of Freaks, I believe, is something that's in the work. I think we got, um, you know, we're going to do a sure, so, some really cool stuff. There's a film festival coming out. Um, some really cool stuff over at Block of Horror. So go check that out on discord and on x whatever twitter is these days um yeah block of horror uh we're doing some cool stuff with them and uh yeah that's fun and then of course us social media facebook instagram and twitter at launchpad pod and our website launchpadpod.com and on youtube where you can watch me get enraged about three stooges bits (laughs) i'm trying to think i had a three stooges up our handshake um i'm gonna lie on the floor and spin in a circle while i go yeah. All right, you ready? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> We've been the Rocketeers and we are yuck, 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 out. <laughs> da, 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 da. That's all. Folks. The podcast of the dead. <gasps> the Rocketeers are with the maggots now. <laughs> <laughs> 
We'll swallow your pod. We'll swallow your pod. <laughs> Don't swallow my pod. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different kind of humor. <laughs> it's called bottom barrel. <laughs> Bring on the dick pizzas. <laughs> 